0: Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, everybody, you are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I'm your host, Tracy Austin, and this show is designed to provide you with education, tips, strategies, and solutions to improving your mental health and mental fitness. Today's show, guys, is a mental health check-in. A mental health check in. How's my community doing out there? That's a loaded question, right? That's a loaded question, especially with the state of the world right now as it stands. um, We are seriously in a mental health crisis right now in America and it's not going anywhere. And the truth of the matter is, it's been here for quite some time. There's just been situations and circumstances in the news and and things that are bringing this more to the forefront. Um, But we have been in crisis for quite some time now, and it's getting louder and louder. And the real question is, are we listening? Are we listening? Every other day, there's a headline about somebody taking their life. And I often ask myself, as a licensed clinical mental health counselor and as a mental fitness consultant, Do we even know how to assess how we're doing from a personal mental health perspective? When you really think about that, do we even know how to do a personal assessment on how we're really doing and let alone being able to recognize what a mental health concern or a mental health emergency may look like in our loved ones or people that we're closest to? And so I think it's honestly time to really begin to open up the conversations about that and going a little deeper into some questions that we can begin to ask ourselves and signs that we need to look for. So that you can begin to create a habit and a daily practice of checking in on your mental health status, but also recognizing changes and patterns in your mood and behavior that may be leading and signaling that more that's going on. So I really want us to get familiar uh, with how to assess our own mental health and things to look for so that we can stay in front of uh, what's going on in this mental health crisis right now. Okay. And also stay tuned to the end of the show. I want to share with you guys um, some ways that you can naturally begin to support your mental wellness, um, improving your energy levels, your mood and your focus. I am truly a fan and a believer of something I'm going to share with you guys. Um, It's an amazing product line there. So I want to share that with you, just some natural ways that you can really begin to take care of your mental wellness. And I, I really believe right now that no matter where we are, we should all have tools in place, especially right now. We should all have some tools in place that allows us to really start to take care of our overall mood, mindset, physical and emotional performance. We should have things in our tool bag. I was actually talking uh, to one of my friends earlier this week. She's also in the mental health space and she said something that was just spot on. She said if people right now are not doing anything to support their mental wellness, whether that be exercise, uh, seeking counseling, uh, yoga, meditation, brain training, mental wellness supplementation, creating daily habits around your sleep hygiene, um, doing something that makes you feel good, hanging out with people that make you feel good, getting outside in nature. She said, if they're not doing something, if we're not doing something to take care of our mental support and mental wellness, then we are struggling. There's still a piece in us that has to be struggling somewhere because With all the stress, with all the things that are going on, even with those tools in place, it may not be enough. And that's okay. And so that's where we're gonna dive a little bit deeper today in helping you assess uh, when it may be time to seek professional support or just really looking at other interventions that may be good for yourself. So, on today's show, guys, I'm gonna talk specifically about helping you ask the questions for yourself so that you know if there's some truly underlying anxiety. Depression or suicidal thoughts that need to be addressed and taken a closer look at and right now I'm really going to focus on those bigger ticket items with suicide anxiety and depression because those numbers are really They're elevating as we look at the news every single day as we look at statistics every day Those numbers are going up. So we want to be able to ask ourselves the right question And I think what's happening is these things can be easily missed Um, especially if you're experiencing depression or anxiety, because the world is in a heightened state of overwhelm and stress. And so you might feel a load, you might feel heaviness, but you don't even recognize that that's what it is, especially if that's been a norm for you for so many years. If you've been used to kind of just plowing through, feeling tired, exhausted, fatigued, anxious, anxious, and you're not sure if it's changed over the last two to three years. I think this will be a great assessment for anybody to do, but especially for you to do for yourself so that you give yourself permission to recognize, is this my norm? Um, even still, if that is your norm, you're not optimized. You can be optimal. You don't have to be in that place either. Um, but if things have gotten heavier and you're not recognizing that the load has gotten heavier. This is going to be a great time to kind of sit down with some of these questions and and ask yourself what what's going on. And I really want us to emphasize throughout this show it making yourself a priority. Putting yourself on the calendar because since covid things in this country has have only gotten heavier, gotten worse and and vulnerable populations were already hanging on by a thread and now they're even more vulnerable. Um, I love when the flight attendant comes on, especially if you've taken a flight, Um, maybe not recently, maybe so. But if you've taken a flight, she or he always comes on. And when they're giving you instructions, they say, make sure that you put on your oxygen mask first before you attempt to help someone else. And this is going to be your gauge of putting on your oxygen mask first so that you can know what it feels like. Then you can be of better support and help to other people. That's the truest statement, and it applies to so many areas of our lives. Um, we tend to feel like self-care is selfish. I've heard that a lot. Self-care is selfish. Um, it's selfish to set boundaries. It's selfish to say no. It's selfish to not answer every phone call and be there for everybody else. But that's just not true. It's not true. Uh, the truth is, it's selfish. It's self-care is the most selfless thing that you can be doing, Okay. The best thing that your mental health needs right now is a little bit more time with you, teaching you how to be aware of when to set boundaries, when to take that pause, when to take that break, recognizing that it is okay to say no, not today. Giving yourself permission to not return that phone call and say, I'll get back to this later. So self-care isn't selfish community. It's necessary. OK, so we're going to start to make ourselves a priority, making some daily checklists that we can begin to look at to know how we're doing from a mental health standpoint and put some things in practice so that you can take care of yourself in the best way possible. Um, but before I get into the few questions you uh, that you can begin to ask yourself um, to see whether or not seeking out a mental health professional may be the best thing for you or some inter- other um, interventions, I do want to briefly kind of talk about a few statistics and some findings around the current state of mental health in America. So you guys realize how serious this is in 2022 and how numbers have jumped uh, since 2019 entering into the, the COVID pandemic. So in 2019, just prior to the pandemic, 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness. That's equivalent to nearly 50 million Americans, 50 million Americans. So I can't imagine where that number is now. Suicidal ideation continues to increase among adults in the U.S. 4.58 percent of adults report having serious thoughts of suicide, and that's an increase of 664,000 people from the latest data point. Over 2.5 million youth in the U.S. have severe depression and multiracial youth are at the greatest risk. Two point two point five million. And I'm seeing that number in my clinical practice just continue to rise, especially coming out of the last two years. Anxiety and depression, especially in our youth, uh, is really rising and they're already quiet and silent a lot of times. So it's even more important to keep an eye on them. Um, I've done shows in the past, so make sure you go back to TracyAlston.com, download and listen to the Mental Fitness Matters podcast. There's ways that you can also not only check in with your own mental health, but being able to detect the signs of what's going on for our teenagers and our youth as well. So make sure you tune into that show also. Over half of the adults with a mental illness do not receive treatment, totaling over 27 million adults in the U.S. who are going untreated. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So that's, again, why we want to talk about this, guys, because I think things are going on. People are not necessarily talking or they just don't know what to look for. So it can be a combination of those things happening. We're afraid because of the stigma around mental health and mental illness, or we just don't know the signs or it can be a combination of both and or some other things happening there. So we want to make this conversation more normalized, have people assessing themselves and knowing who and when and how to seek out help. And so that's just a few statistics. Um, and those things are changing every day. But one of the things that I'm so excited about and proud of, and I'm looking at the policies and the things that are going into the mental health space, um, a major change in policy that's been implemented that, that's across the country is the implementation of 988. of uh, three-digit suicide prevention and mental health crisis line, 988. So this will direct you directly to the National Suicide Prevention phone number. So before having to go through and press out the 1-800 number, um, you can now just hit 988, and it can take you directly to that National Suicide Prevention phone number where somebody's available to talk to, to chat with. You'll have access to the supports that you need. So I think that is big. I'm also seeing an increase in mental health education and supports in our school system. Another place where our youth are still upticking in anxiety and depression, we're getting more education and resources in our school systems. So we are moving in the right direction. We have a long way to go. But 988 is something that we can all remember. And so as you're listening to this and you're listening to me and as you're doing some assessment and as you go throughout your week and your, your days, remember that. There's always help available. There's always someone to talk to. All right. Let's check in on our mental health. Let's check in on our mental health. Um, this assessment is going to be available. You can get this um, at my company's website, newmentalityinc.com. That's N-E-W-M-E-N-T-A-L-I-T-Y. INC.com, or you can always go to TracyAustin.com, which will reroute you there as well. But this assessment will be available so that you can take this for yourself. Um, you can do that anonymously. But this is something that I want you to be able to do and to really kind of start to do a deeper dive into what's going on for yourself, and that you can have the tools and link yourself to places and spaces that can be of support to you. Um, it should approximately take you about five minutes to complete, and it's going to just provide you some general feedback when you're finished. And I want you to be mindful that this and these questions and this assessment is not a formal diagnostic tool. Um, I am not your licensed therapist, so don't look at this or interpret this as a diagnostic tool. It's just a way for you to begin to immediately assess where you are, and then it will give you um, supports and resources on what to do next, okay? So I want you to think about these questions that I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a, a scale of questions here. And I want you to rate these questions on a scale of one to three. All right. One to three. And I want you to think about one as rarely or never. Two, if you rate it as a two, sometimes. And if you rate three, that's considered very often or always. All right. So you can take notes and go back and watch this later. But if you have a pencil or pen or you're able to write this down, you can kind of track as we go. Um, but pay attention. And if you're rating yourself, if you hit over the 20, 21 mark, reach out to me. Reach out to me. You'll be able to con- connect with me at TracyAustin.com or NewMentalityInc.com. And I'll definitely give you a free 15-minute consultation just to begin to check in and see if there are any additional supports that I can link you to or link you with to begin really paying attention to your mental health. OK, so if you score over 20 as you go through that assessment, reach out to me. You'll get a 15 minute free consultation. We can talk those things through, get you on the next steps. And depending on your answers to each of these questions, going to depend on the tools and interventions that we talk about and the rec- recommendations that can be helpful for you. So just know that each question has a different mile mark and point value. Um, But depending on how you rate that will be dependent on the tools and the recommendations that I would have for you. All right. Number one, do you find yourself sad, anxious, irritable or worried most days of the week for long periods of time? So think about that. Are you finding yourself sad, anxious, irritable or worried most days of the week for long periods of time? And we're talking about most days of the week. If you're looking at four or more days out of your week? Are you in that space? What would you rate? One, two, three. Number two, do you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep? Number three, do you feel fatigued or lethargic most of the time, no matter how much sleep you get? So whether that's seven hours, eight hours, 10 hours, five hours, you still wake up feeling and go throughout your day feeling Like you don't have enough fuel, you don't have enough energy. Number four, do you ever feel like you're being watched, fearful that someone is constantly out to get you? Number five, do you continually experience racing intrusive thoughts that you can't seem to quiet down? So is your mind in a place in a space where it's constantly racing thoughts popping up and you can't seem to quiet your mind? One, two, or three. Number six. Do you ever feel a sensation of deep euphoria for no apparent reason? Almost as if you could conquer anything. And that euphoric feeling is kind of like that high, just this boost of energy and and good feelings that just out of the blue. No apparent reason. um, Almost as if you can conquer anything. One, two, or three. Number seven. Do you ever compulsively engage in behaviors that you later regret or could compromise your safety, whether that's gambling, overspending, shoplifting or risky sexual behavior? Number eight, do you ever feel unable to relax if things aren't exactly symmetrical, perhaps engaging in habitual counting or recording of objects? Do you ever feel unable to relax if things aren't exactly symmetrical? perhaps engaging in habitual counting or recording of objects. Number nine, have you ever heard a voice or seen something that you later realized was not really there or was not observed by others? Ten, do you ever ever feel unable to leave your home, even when you have work, school, or social responsibilities? Eleven, do you ever restrict your food intake or overeat to the point of sickness? One, two, or three. Twelve. Do you struggle to control your temper, often feeling high levels of rage? Thirteen. We've got two more. Do you regularly use substances like alcohol or drugs, often feeling unable to function without them? And we know during uh, COVID, alcohol use picked up, (laughs) heavily drug use picked up during that time. So do you regularly use substances like alcohol or drugs, often feeling unable to function without them? Fourteen, do you ever have thoughts of harming others or have you ever made a plan to do so? And the last one, have you had thoughts of harming yourself or have you ever made an attempt to take your own life? All right, guys, I want you to just kind of tally those numbers up for yourself. That is a mental health check in specifically around anxiety, depression, uh, suicidal thoughts, and ideation. Um, Really, just kind of do a true assessment for yourself. No matter where you are on that, if you're listening to this, it's okay. There are supports out there for you. There are resources out there for you. I am here for you. So that's why I said, if if you're over 20 and you just want to check in and say, hey, Trace, is this, where am I here? Is there some things going on? Maybe I can get uh, seen by provided locally in my area. Do that self-report, self-rating. Contact me. You'll get a 15-minute free consultation. I am here for you. This Mental Fitness Matters community is here for you. We have to make our mental health a priority. We have to get serious about checking in on ourselves first so that we can know what to look for in other people, so that we can know how to be a support to somebody else. No matter how you answered those, if you're listening to this, there's hope. There are options for you, there are ways to relieve some of that stress and anxiety. Feeling some of the pressures and the pains that you feel right now is—it's okay to feel that. A lot of people are in that boat with you, feeling that same feeling, and, and it matters that you get a chance and an opportunity to speak for yourself, to have someone hear you, listen to you, be with you, and support you through. All right, but it starts with supporting yourself. It starts with supporting yourself. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about when I was sharing with you that a mental wellness tool in my toolbox. So as you know, if you've been listening to this show, I'm a big advocate for mental health, mental fitness, all things to keep us performing at our peak. And I am a true believer of creating daily habits to function at my best, at my peak. And so there's several things that I utilize in my own toolbox um, from neurofeedback, brain training, peak performance work, I do brain training, breath work, visualization, um, things to really get myself in a mindset, in a mental state to really perform at my peak. There's a lot of things on my plate. So I want to be my best as a former college athlete, now entrepreneur. I want to perform at my best. And self-awareness is the biggest piece of that. I know what it feels like when I'm not at my peak, but I also know what it feels like when I am and I know what to do to get myself back to that place. So I want to help you guys begin to create some awareness around how you're doing, but also just some natural ways that you can put some things into your life to optimize your mind and your body. Mental health and mental fitness, it's everything. It's everything. It's it's mental fitness. It's the mind piece. It's the physical performance. The physical piece is stress resilience. It's confidence. It's financial wellness. So it's being able to create a whole package so that you feel at your best. And mental fitness is not just in mental health. It's not just in your head. It's also in your body. It's in your gut. Um, so there's some things that are going on from a gut perspective that you want to make sure are taken care of because there's, our neurotransmitters are there as well. And so we want to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves from a whole mind body standpoint. And one of the things that are, are, I'm a big believer in that's in my toolbox, um, I'm a partner and ambassador for an amazing mental wellness company called Amari. And their mission is to really create a holistic mental wellness platform of products. And let me tell you, they get it. They get it from the mind and body, from the science behind. They get it. Um, So they have an amazing natural line of products to help you from an energy standpoint, mood standpoint, sleep standpoint, peak performance standpoint and one of the products and one of my favorite products on their line and you guys can use my code so if you go to tracyaustin.com you can use my code 73849 and get $10 off um but one of my favorite products in their wellness plans are it's called Energy Plus Energy Plus and it's sugar-free and caffeine-free and it's a, it's awesome it's a nice natural way to get your mind and body performing at its best without the jitters or crash without the jitters or crash So sometimes stimulants and high caffeine and high sugary drinks and those energy drinks leave you, they get you up, but they also kind of leave you feeling like, why did I do that? Or I need more and more and more. Um, Energy Plus is a natural way to get that rapid boost in your brain and physical performance without the jitters. So head on over to TracyAustin.com. You'll find a link there. You can use my code seven three eight four nine. Get that ten dollars off, and I recommend that you just start to kind of look at ways that you can have mental supplementation into your your mental health game plan. There are natural ways to begin to boost your mind and your body, and if more is necessary, that's okay too, right? And so when we think about tools in our toolbox, if you're at a place where just adding in mental supplementation is not enough, that's okay. That's why there's licensed professionals. um, new mentality, we can support you, especially if you're in the North Carolina area, we can support you with counseling and neurofeedback training, alternative ways to look at your mental health and support you. But there's also ways that we can link you to other professionals in other areas of the world um, that could be a support to you. So think about this, guys, when we talk about mental health check-ins, the check-in allows us to know where we are. From that point, we can begin to assess what we need to do. But if you don't even know where you are and if you've been feeling away for so long and you don't know whether you're coming or going, then it's not you're not really sure on a clear path to take or a way out. So when people feel stuck.